previously on Those Were the Days. Like it was a different theme song and it was kind of weird. And Garfield yells, remember the a la mode. For those of you that don't know what a newspaper is. Because <laughs> I'm the eight-year-old that enjoyed Taxi. I saw you identifying with Orson. Yeah. It's worse than that time those women tried to get pantyhose out of me. <laughs> is it Garfield or Pete Venkman? Who can go Garfield on that one? That was Pete Venkman. Oh. Pete Venkman. That is Pete Venkman. Correct. Tug on it and fight with it. Like, maybe if I bend it just right. <laughs> We're in. This is a different show now. From days of last week, from very charted regions of the internet, comes a podcast. The podcast, Those Were the Days. A mighty podcast. Loved by good. Feared by nobody. As Those Were the Days legend grew, peace settled across some of the internet. On Discord, a new channel was formed. Together with the good people of the internet... They shared their love of classic TV and where to watch until more crap was on the internet. Those were the days was needed much more. This is the story of the super force of internet podcasters, specially nerdy and sent by themselves to give you those were the days podcast those were the days is filmed before a live internet audience podcast where four people get together and we talk about our love for classic tv and this this month we're talking about our love for saturday morning cartoons and we're having some fun for the bowl of cereal i'm your host this week audie and with me are my three other tv loving friends amy i'm not from one of the good planets <laughs> steven I have the perfect voice acting for this character, I promise. <laughs> and Travis. I will not be doing a terrible German accent. <laughs> oh, really? Why would you want to do that? Uh, no. Yeah, yeah, you should do more. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you couldn't tell by the intro, we are talking about Voltron, Defender of the Universe. Now, there's been a lot of Voltrons. We're talking about the OG cartoon that came out let's see where's that date in 1984 so 84. good year 84 vulture and we watched season one episode four took him four episodes to put that dang thing together <laughs> <laughs> what were they doing for the other three episodes Adi? i feel like i need more history now <laughs> oh my gosh well first let's talk about the actual yeah. how the show got made and then we'll we'll get into the story of it because yeah there's some story <laughs> so voltron is arguably one of the first anime that really got brought to the states 
And it's funny because all they used was the animation. Yeah, they're like, like translating is too much work. We'll just it. Yeah, it's they it, scrapped everything of the Japanese translation <laughs> and just redid it and kind of cut it together. Yep, it's like C Lab. And also, yeah. because it's for American audiences, there's a lot they cut out to make it kid-friendly. <laughs> like, they specifically wanted this to be a kid-friendly cartoon show. So, this show is made up of... It, it went for two seasons. It was made up of two different cartoon shows, just kind of smashed together, to the point where, like... So, there's, there's two Japanese cartoons this comes from. Um... The first one, the main one, is Beast King Go Lion, which is where we get the lions from. Season two, title. which most people know as uh, Vehicle Voltron, came from another totally different anime called Armored Fleet Dairugo 15. Dairuger 15. Um, yeah, two, two shows that have nothing to do with one another. No. And they basically just were like, okay. Who cares? We're just going to make it all one one world. <laughs> because, dear listener, there was a lot, and I mean a lot, of Japanese animated shows of combining vehicles to become one big robot. Mm. Or just going and flying into the head of a robot, and you pilot it. Yep. So for Voltron, they took Beast Lion, Beast King Go Lion. Here's the funny thing. Originally, they were talking to japan about doing a different show and they said you know the one with the lions the japanese people accidentally sent this one instead of another one which was another show that was just about like three vehicles or two vehicles and a lion robot that come together there was one big lion head on the chest like huge and that was it but they liked the other one well enough they were like ah don't worry about it and so, then there was so the the Voltron we got was a mistake. Yes, <laughs> they went to Toei and they yes. were like, "Hey, we want this. We want that show with the lions." And they were like, mm-hmm. "We got you." And they send Beast King Go Lion, and the guys in the U.S. were like, "Eh, close enough." Mm-hmm. It's the Voltron <laughs> we deserve. Yeah, I mean, you're right. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. So I mean, they made they took what they got, got some people to do some voices for it, and just kind of. Slapped it together, pretty much. (laughs) And it took off. I mean, we're talking about it now. The toys that they sold for that thing. Good Lord. Like, it was all... Like, it was so much of how much they liked the lions that there was one more anime that they were going to smash in here. They were like, don't worry about it. We like this lion thing. Everybody's good with the lions. I mean, I'm not saying I went to look for Voltron slippers after I watched the episode, and you can absolutely (laughs) get them, and they're amazing. (laughs) And I was like, hmm. We'll talk about that a little little bit later, because Voltron has a history, and I'm a big fan of the more recent stuff. But before we get into that, let's talk about this wonderful episode. So again, season one, episode four. This is the first episode of the season where they finally get Voltron together. And the episodes before that, it's all about them like, we need to go find Voltron. We should find Voltron. We can help with Voltron. Voltron can defeat Sarkon. Steven, that was it. That's the other episodes. Like, they they find some people. They find a planet. They escape from Zarkon all to find Voltron. Like, okay. 
This is how well it was written. One of the lines in episode two or three, they say, we are space explorers. We need space. Oh, that right. was episode one. I mean, that was the first yeah. episode. Yeah. That sounds like an Elon Musk tweet. <laughs> <It does. laughs> yeah, man. I mean, you got to state the obvious. Uh-huh. This is an anime. <laughs> yeah. You yell the ability you're using and you... You got to make sure people. It's it's the epitome. Of, we've said it before on another show. It's it's tell don't show. Right. You know, <laughs> make sure everybody's yeah. aware. Yep. <laughs> okay, so let's start here. How familiar is everybody with Voltron? Did anybody watch this at all growing up? Let's start with Amy. Uh, no, I I did not. This was my first time ever seeing Voltron. I mean, I'm familiar with Voltron. I I have watched enough other anime like obviously i i am aware of voltron as a cultural uh touchstone uh, but i'd never seen actually seen voltron until just now um <laughs> and uh yeah heck of a show though heck of a show <laughs> <laughs> what about you steven I have extensive knowledge of Voltron, all acquired during lunchtime uh, this afternoon. (laughs) Uh, I'm saying I know about as much as Amy does about Voltron. I was aware that there were robots and they became a bigger robot. Um, But, like, beyond that, nothing. But, like most nerds, I act like I know what people are talking about when I'm at Dragon Con. I'm like, oh, yeah, Voltron. I got you (laughs) because I see it on T-shirts and Hot topic and stuff. Um, but no, I got nothing. This was my first experience with it today. And and like Amy, boy, was it an experience. <laughs> what about you, Travis? So I definitely have some history with Voltron. I watched it a lot growing up because it ran on syndication. So it was, mm-hmm. uh, it ran on, I want to say it was syndicated on the USA Network. And yeah, like, all the time. Point. And I have more memory beyond these first few episodes and the later stuff um, because my memory was that the princess was with them and she was the one in the pink jumpsuit mm-hmm. because the character I, – I did not remember the character of Sven who um, <laughs> is in the first it's, – it's funny. So we talked about – and I don't know how much you want to go into the, the edits and the changes that they made right now or if you want to save that. Um, we we can say that. That's okay. <laughs> but the the character of Sven is a very specific major change that they made from the original anime of mm-hmm. uh, Beast King Go Lion. But no, I, I definitely watched it growing up. Um, I did not get into. I have not gotten into the newer stuff. Like Netflix did eight, seven or eight short seasons uh, over the course of like three years that I would like to check out, but I never did. But I definitely, you know, I love this. I had. Uh, Voltron toys growing up. I think Mm -hmm. at some point I had all five lions. Uh, I I do not know for how long I had all five lions, (laughs) but I know that at some point I could create a full sized Voltron. Uh, I'm pretty sure I destroyed half of them. So, but yeah, definitely loved it. I remember having the little, the small die cast slash super plastic. Mm-hmm. I had that Voltron one. Lines. I definitely had that, and I had that for a long time. Mm-hmm. But I know I had, uh, I know I had at some point I had like the the interlockable ones, um, mm-hmm. and then either lost them or I broke them or who knows what. Yeah, these were separate, and you could actually put them together to make Voltron. I know I had Lance, mm-hmm. just the Lance action figure. I think my sister had the princess. Don't remember if my brother had one. He must have because we all had one. 
and I remember a friend of mine had the lines where you could put the action figures in and then they could create Voltron and I was super jealous. Wait. That was the one I wanted and I never had. Right. That exactly. Was, that was the one. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think I also had a Voltron lunchbox at some point. I'm pretty certain that I did. <laughs> nice. So I'm guessing, Amy, you didn't have a Voltron cake pan this time around? No. No. No Voltron. <laughs> oh, we've broken uh, the streak. I know. Yeah. I know. We've been doing pretty all right there. <laughs> I'm probably, there's probably a Transformers one somewhere, though. So, I mean, that's right. tangential. I mean... Yeah, you got your your Power Rangers and your Voltron mm-hmm. and your Transformers. They're all like, they're all kind Cousins. of in the same zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially given that Voltron, as a as a large robot, is supposed to, I guess, kind of be sentient. I'm not sure the the show's wishy washy on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole lot of stuff I have questions about <laughs> in terms of how you pilot a Voltron yeah. and whether Voltron's the hero we need or whether we put him together mm-hmm. like I, when we put him together but we're all still piloting his brain i don't understand right. okay um but we'll get there so let's dive into <laughs> it so we open and pidge is trying to get back to the castle here's the funny thing the episode right before pidge decided to just run out and go attack the people zarkon's forces that are here on the planet yeah. by himself little old pidge yeah. Goes up there with his blasters, pew, pew, pew. Easily gets overwhelmed. And everybody's like, where's Voltron? <laughs> they figure out the... Dude! They f- no, go ahead. They I'm figure sorry. out where Voltron is, which is just right there. It's like, oh, yeah, we've got the keys right here. Oh, we've only got four keys. Well, let's go do something. And then they go do something. Pidge gets helped. The lions try to fight off, oh, no, a rope beast. And that's where this episode picks up. Where Pidge is trying to get back to the castle safely, helped out by the underground people of the planet who apparently can't talk because reasons. We can't pay voice It's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Budgets. Uh, (laughs) We still only had six people doing all the voices anyway, so. True. We blew all the money on the score. Yeah. Like, (laughs) holy smokes, this music. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I get pumped every time for that. Like, (laughs) yeah, I've got it as my ringtone still. (laughs) But, um, and then it's just, okay, well, Pidge, get back here. Let's regroup. Where's that other key? We need the other key. Where's the key? You know, I saw some mice. Maybe they have it. The one girl mouse, which you can tell because she was pink. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh We got to take a step back, though, because this opened with a purple guy yelling at another guy. Yeah. Right? With a cat. With a space cat. Right. Mm-hmm. And one of them looks particularly villainous, but sounds not at all villainous. And the other one, the purple one that's yelling, sounds remarkably like Brian Doyle Murray <laughs> yelling at Clark Griswold. Like, I don't know if you guys heard it, but I just heard it like, Griswold! You know, like the whole, I don't know who voice acted him, but he was channeling a Murray. That's all I know for sure. And oh, I that wrote was... that in my notes. So that we would to have been him. Jack Angel voicing King Zarkon. That's okay, mm-hmm. King Zarkon. Yeah, that's Brian Doyle Murray <laughs> <laughs> yelling at Clark Griswold. Go back and listen with that in your head, and you'll yep. you'll yep. hear. Oh yeah, it'll oh, yeah, be no. there. Oh yeah, yeah. But that's pretty much <laughs> what Zarkon does every episode. And then Hagar's there, his little witch. We're going to do this and Voltron this and Voltron that. Nobody 
really check themselves on the writing staff. Because she said she separated Voltron. But when we get back to the castle, they know exactly where the lines are. They have tubes going (laughs) right to the lines. Why are the tubes so long? Why does it take so long to get there? I don't know. (laughs) Got to pad that runtime. Yeah, Yeah. pretty much. You got to show how super cool this castle is. We need that reusable animation. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There was so much of that. I'm pretty sure someone's just like sliding a cell of something over a background, like slowly. (laughs) (laughs) And let me tell you how much they use those animations every single episode. They they only animated Voltron as as a robot with the sword once, and then they just use it in every single episode. It's the same footage every time. <laughs> Occasionally they, they might mirror it. Just they, to make I, it think, look, I think they might mirror it on occasion, but it's basically just the same thing every episode. <laughs> yeah, and when, when it's when it's new animation, when it's not the same thing, you can tell it was done very fast. Yeah, <laughs> yes. very cheap. It really is Adult Swim, like Space Coast, coast to coast level uh, animation. We have going, I'm like right click, uh, flip vertical. There we go. Perfect. It is, it is, but it's done unironically. That's right. the best right. part. Is it, like, very C-Lab, earnest. Yeah, C Lab 2021 is meant to be you know poking fun, and this was like, no, we want to make a show for kids, but we don't have a whole lot of money, so let's just grab this show. Grab What's the story? Who, who cares? Just write it. We'll write our own story. We'll make it up as we go. That's fine. We've got uh, we've got our it's... we've got like four voice actors. They'll do the whole show. That's good. We're good there. Mm-hmm. And, and, we'll uh, and just, just go with it. Well, it's Japanese animation, so the mouths are moving without any particular syllabical like uh-huh. move. Oh, yeah. Like all they... the letters and all the syllables are identical. So just fill in whatever words you There's want. There's a part mm-hmm. where I forget exactly what they're saying, but like. They definitely look to the princess for an answer, and it's just quiet for a second, and then she just nods. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. You could just say something. Yeah. Anything mm-hmm, would be or great. That, or just when they form Voltron, and they all say Voltron, Voltron, two syllables, and their mouths are... Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's oh, like yeah. 75 syllables in that. Yeah. That's great. Oh, it's so yeah. tough. I mean, that's the charm of, like, a Godzilla movie, yep. though. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, mm-hmm. we love it because it's so ridiculous that you're like, that's that definitely was less than 87 syllables, but here we are. Right. <laughs> we'll, we'll go with it. I mean, we animated that many. Good to aim it at kids because they're not going to care anyway, so. No. No. No, I didn't no. care when I was a kid. No. Didn't care at all. It was just no. like, oh, there's there's giant lions, and then they mm-hmm. like mechanical lions turn into a big robot, and it fights a, a thing. Cool. I'm, I'm in. I didn't care yeah. about the story. No. Um, at all, like it just didn't didn't matter to me, right? No. And so story. Let's see story. story? Oh yeah, they found a key. That's some rats well, the mice. Had. Yeah, okay. no, they like captured the mice. Mm-hmm. The princess is like, these are my only friends. What are you doing? <laughs> Hang mm-hmm. on, let me talk to them. These mice who do a can can mm-hmm. in full costume. Yeah. Yep. And then to cheer her up. To cheer her up. That's very great because all princesses can talk to animals. We all know that. Mm-hmm. And then she's just like, oh, yeah, no, let me just ask him. Hey, do you guys know where the key is? Oh, yeah, no, they do. They'll, they'll get it. Just hang on. <laughs> like, where grab was it out of four their episodes ago? Like, what, mm-hmm. what are we For doing? Real. 
Here's the thing, though, and and we're we're poking fun at how it took them four, you know four episodes to finally get Voltron. It's still moving at a faster pace than any episode of DBZ ever did. This is true. <laughs> yeah, very true. It took them like a season to get anywhere. Mm. I mean, Dragon Ball Z would have like three episodes for one fight between two yeah. people, and like half the so. season of Goku just getting ready for a fight. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, just stuff yelling. happened in this. Mm. It didn't make a whole lot of sense, but stuff happened. Right. And then they get the key, and they're like, okay, let's go do Voltron. Yeah, and we're so ready now. They go in those tubes and take that. we got to swing on the thing for a little bit, you know, the yep. handlebars, mm-hmm. drop into our pod, and go through a tunnel. And apparently our lions are just that. in different places because we've got different environments that we got to show off. Oh, yeah. That's fine. I- I wish that when I was getting ready for work in the morning that it was like getting to a Voltron. Like, go through a tube, <laughs> sit in this chair, be lifted at to my computer, and be like, ha-ha, I'm ready to work now. Mm-hmm. Let me roll. Like, that would just be the best. That's my dream. That's what heaven is. <laughs> it's just, except, like, at the end, there's not work. There's just, like, right. something else. Yeah, see, I think and I'm going cool. for the Batman fire pole with my name on it, is I think where I'm going. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not sure I could hand... Hang on to those handlebars just for that long. For so long, so long. You gotta do. You gotta get your upper body strength. Wait, Mm -hmm. so we we missed the part. So the best part is Pidge is looking forever. Right, they're they're not here. We don't know where they are. They're gone. And Pidge is like, full Trump force is fine. (laughs) Relying force is fine. Whatever. And and so then he hears through the radio snoring. And he's like, oh, there they are. Are they hurt? Are they dead? Well, they're snoring, so they're alive. So, hey, guys. Mm-hmm. I'm back. Wake up. <laughs> yeah. They're just His trying to upset me. powers of deduction are great. Yeah. Oh, it's a lot. And then he still has to try and pull a fast one on them when they come back by hiding. Yep, by hiding. And waiting. And the so. princess is just looking. <laughs> like, like mauling them, too. It was like... That kid that you meet that you're just like, you're just so weird. Why are you, what are you doing? Like, why are you, why did you do that? Also, doesn't make any sense. This, these people in the Voltron Force are superhuman because in the first episode, they get put into, they get captured in the very first episode. And mm-hmm. they get put into a cell and they walk in and there's a, there's the window up high with the, uh, with bars on it. And they, they're like, oh, we need to get up to that. And Pidge just goes, I got it. And leaps like 25 feet in the air. Out of nowhere, for for it's nothing. Amazing. It's just, uh, it's fantastic. Plot needed it. The yeah. plot required his yeah. ability to move like that. Exactly. See, that's one of those things that's lost in the translation. I think in the original Go Lion stuff, Pidge is like descended from some big ninja clan or something, and so that's why he's so good at fighting and stuff. Nice. But did they need to explain See? that here? Nah. No. No, 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 no. No, no. no. you can just we jump in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they but do they, get, they do finally form Voltron, and then they fight. They do. We're going to have mean, to talk about the Robeast. They, they try a couple happen. times. They get smacked with some rockets. They're like, we got to do this. And they just do it. And we they get the jump at it that- first, though, because this is the best part. Their, their main attack is to just jump at it at vaguely crotch level, yeah. <laughs> which doesn't work <laughs> because this Robeast. Which then they, the, the they repeat has- that same strategy. Over and over, and over. over. Like, like try it again. That didn't work. Which let's do it, do it again. again. Is the same strategy from the previous episode with four <laughs> lions. They're like, hey, we've got five. Five will do it, right? Five's right? gonna do it. No. Nope. 
That no. thing just chucks them everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and then the they're like, well, we got to form Voltron. That's how this works. So let's right. form Voltron. It's the name of the show. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's get it. And there. eventually yeah, they get It's time to there. do it. You know, he, he smacks them a couple times with some of those missiles. While, sta- while, while Voltron just stands there. Yeah. It's real yeah. good. Just not animated. <laughs> just standing. Yeah, he's rusty, man. Like, mm-hmm. it's a, you know how long, like, the Voltron <laughs> hasn't been assembled? That's true. <laughs> There's right. time. It's but like, assemb- it's like if you when... were trying to assemble your Voltron toy now. Like, you're missing pieces. You don't know yeah. where yeah. they are. It's Good not going to go together. It's not going to be very limber. No, All I could right. think about was when they were talking about, we've got to become Voltron, we've got to become Voltron, was the seated space balls. Where he's like, why are we preparing? We're always preparing. Just go. <laughs> it's like, we, just, we need to do it. And then they fight some more. It's like, we really need Voltron. And they fight a little bit more. And they jump into space. And then they all like catch on fire for 20 minutes. It's yeah. like, are we going to live? Yeah, apparently you can't, you can't form Voltron within the atmosphere. You have to go into the upper okay. atmosphere to do mm-hmm. that, I guess. Is my sure, my yeah, That's but fine. also the first time you go to do it, if you get hit by rockets, you knock back down. But the second time, oh no, those rockets are only worth <laughs> yeah. it once. Second yeah. time, you just well, you, you yell just force of yeah, force of will, and the rocket doesn't do anything. Uh, yeah, full and, throttle. You got it. You're yelling. You're pushing forward mm-hmm. on the yoke. Yep. You're like <laughs> you're going. It's so intense. It's very good. Yeah. All right, we yeah. have to, we have to talk about this Robeast or Amy's We have to talk explode. about the Robeast. <laughs> now, <clears throat> all right, so the Robeast has drill nipples. And now I I honestly I would have been able to just sort of let that go. All right? <laughs> Except at the end of the show, we get <laughs> scenes from next week's episode. <laughs> and we see the coffin come down and we see another Robeast get out and it has Cannon nipples, and so this is clearly some sort of thing, and I don't understand. These were weird AF, man. It really is. I know, I know. I have watched enough anime to just go, Japan, it's okay. But also, (laughs) what? You talking about that just reminded me of the one other anime thing I remember watching, which was for us in the states called Transor Z. Japan oh. it was called M- Manziger Z. Oh, I think it's yeah, I remember that. Yeah, one. that rings a bell. Okay. So there's this dude who pilots a little helicopter thing, gets in the head of this robot and mm. he pilots a robot. And the big thing about Transor Z is he had these fists that just could shoot out and yep. do stuff. Like that was a big thing. There was a girl with a female robot who definitely had rocket boobs. Like I just mean. and they did not want the kids to see that as much. So they tried their best <laughs> to keep that out. But oh, you can go no. and find clips of that for sure. And it's just like, whoa. Mm, and I like just... not even like just like how did that fit in that chest cavity kind of rope um <laughs> rockets coming out of the boobs. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Oh. So yeah, they they have a thing for that Japan. for some reason, but we'll leave that I mean, over there. <laughs> they're fine. Yeah, I, I will fine. say, aside from the weird nipples on the Robies, like the two that we saw. In oh, this they were episode, awesome. They're a cool design. His but it's dumb like, it's face like was so good. Oh yeah, it's ninety five percent. Like that's awesome. And then what is going on on the chest though? Because like these aren't just drill nipples. They're like they stick way out. 
And like at first I thought because like he's got kind of like a thing around his neck. So I was like, oh, is it like part of a chest? Th-? No. Nope. Nope. No. It's not. He looked like somebody took a muscular Hulk Hogan with a Madonna bra <laughs> and put blob, <laughs> a blobfish as a head. Yeah. That's like if yeah. you didn't watch it, that's basically what yeah. we look we saw. And the other funny thing about it is paying ever so slightly attention to what little story there is. This uh, <laughs> character is not like that before it's turned into the roadies. It's like kind of just generic thing fighting in the the Coliseum for Zarkon. And then they put him in the casket, send him off, and he We're comes out We're going to need some upgrades, I know. Drill nipples. That That's what we do for upgrades? That's like... Japan RPG in the 80s is like, add spikes in places. How about his nipples? Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. good. Mm-hmm. Go put him there. What do, what do Americans like? He-Man. Well, let's put him in a He-Man outfit <laughs> with some spike <laughs> nipples, and that'll do. Yeah. And make him invincible uh, until Voltron comes. Right. Okay. <laughs> that was That might have been my favorite part of this, too, is like, as the five lions, they can do nothing to the Robeast. But they combine to form Voltron, and you just flip it. And now the Robies can do nothing. Way bigger. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. way yeah. bigger. <laughs> Voltron is more than the sum of his parts by a <laughs> significant <very> <laughs> margin. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why you got to go to I space Vol- for it. That must be What it. Voltron tries to teach us is the power of teamwork. <laughs> It is. And you guys are just downplaying <laughs> the abilities I, I, that a real team can everybody provide. Everybody yelling in unison. Mm-hmm. Yes, Mostly. yelling together the abilities that you plan to use. Yeah. Yep. That's you the have key. to. And and when I say that they reuse that animation for Voltron in every episode, they also reuse the audio of Keith um, telling them, you know, you form the legs and feet, mm. you form the arms and chest, oh, yeah. and I'll form the head every time yep. they make yep. Voltron. So apparently, you know, that's that's the secret to it. Mm-hmm. You have to yell that yeah. out when you form Voltron. Yeah. You don't want to get the, the order sword wrong. come out every time? Like, do they always use the sword? Just or is that... Is it always the last thing they do? Like, do they always <laughs> try to fight without it just to see if they can? Sure. And then they're like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. It's sword time now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the energy like, use is just phenomenal right. so yeah. you gotta right. you gotta try and save that <laughs> i mean why like just blow <laughs> you're talking about a giant monster like wrecking people like it's time just get the sword out smack him and go back to bed <laughs> that's how we do this efficiency sure. i like it yeah yeah i don't sort care of, if you're sort tired of like after. the efficiency of voice acting in this because mm-hmm. i that was mm-hmm. another thing i loved is you literally have six people doing this entire show yeah. and that like that's fine. That that's not uncommon. I you know ninety seven percent of the Simpsons is like four people, um, yep. but but Michael Bell, bless him, did Lance and Sven, and <laughs> it's very clearly the same person doing Lance, and then a vaguely German, although he's supposed to be Norwegian, sure. I think, or Swedish character, yeah. um, sure. as as Sven, but it's just like. That's just the same dude maybe doing trying to do an accent poorly. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's fine. Now, I will say Neil Ross did Keith and Pidge, yeah. and uh, they're, they're different. Um, they are different. The, the choice was made uh, on that voice <laughs> for Pidge. Um, mm-hmm. 
Listen, yeah. not being good at voices has gotten me five seasons deep into a fiction podcast, so <laughs> I respect these people and their work. If you can't change your voice, you just change your accent. You know, yeah. you just pick like, oh, I'm in New York mm-hmm. now, or, yellow, it's me, I'm a German man, and then you're like, that's not even remotely German. But Pretty okay. Much. Okay. Works for the kids, though. <laughs> Yeah. I also love that the five the, the our five main Voltron force at the start of this series is Keith, Lance, Sven, Pidge, and then the, the larger guy is Hunk. Hunk. Such oh, a great that's name. That's good. Mm-hmm. So good. This is where they get the idea for boy bands in the late nineties. <laughs> <laughs> it all came from Voltron. Yeah, okay. boys to men can archetypes. form. <laughs> boys to men can form a giant robot. Okay, <laughs> in a white shirt that has no buttons. I mean, I'd pay money for that. <laughs> Backstreet Boys came back and they did a tour, and they're like, "By the way, we form a giant back. robot." It'd be like, "Heck yeah, Backstreet's back." Yeah. They said that on their first album, where they hadn't been anywhere. <laughs> they came back. It's always bothered me, but. It's okay. <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about the makeup of the team. Because, Stephen, you pointed out you remembered more, or was it Stephen or Travis remembering the princess being in there more? That was me. I remember the princess. Yeah, it was Travis. So here's one of the lovely things that they did to edit this show. Like, what was it? Episode seven or eight. Sven gets hurt for us Americans Mm -hmm. and goes and does something else. In the actual Go Lion... He gets injured and sent to a hospital planet. Right. But you don't see that happen. You just hear, oh, he's gone to mm-hmm. the hospital planet to recover. Right. <laughs> he went that's to a where... farm upstate. Yeah, because in... <laughs> he can run because... free with the other robot pilots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be- because in the original series, what happens, Audie? Sven's killed. They straight up kill him. Like, there's a lot of violence that is not shown in the American version of this show. And they just kill him. And so that's why the princess takes over for him. Later on in the show, he happens to have a brother that shows up. And for the Americans, oh, Sven's back. He's okay. Yeah, in the Japanese version, his like identical brother ends up being in the series later on. And mm-hmm. so that's they just were like, oh, it's the same character for this one. It's just Sven. He was captured, and now he's broken out of his uh, slavery. And he's fine again. Mm-hmm. And he's back, Great. but he's not going to be a pilot. He, he's not piloting one of the, the lions anymore because right. the princess is there. So. The princess is there. I've, I'm here with the Freedom Fighters. I'm good. Yeah, because they definitely had, like, violence was a big thing that they had to change when they brought mm-hmm. this over. Um, all of the, the forces, um, Zarkon's forces are all robotic uh, in the show and because they can't kill people. It's right. very similar to what happened with um, the reason why the, and I just talked about this last weekend, the Masters of the Universe movie, the live action movie, all of Skeletor's troops had to be robots because Mattel had said, no, He-Man is not allowed to kill anyone on screen. Uh, yeah. But if we make him robots, well, that's not a person. Yeah, He's not killing yeah. someone. So it was the same thing they did here. They make him robots and suddenly it's fine. They did it with right. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They turned the yeah. foot soldiers into robots in the cartoon and then doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um but the other thing that I thought was interesting they had to cut was uh, they said, okay, no violence and or death. Fine, I get that. So, like, characters in the original series would die. Um, and in this series, they would either 
they would say like, oh, somebody is, um, you know, in a coma or the, like they would have some line of dialogue to let you know that that person didn't die. They're, they're going to be fine. They're just written off the show. They just never yeah. show up again. Um, but they also wouldn't allow any religious iconography. And they tried to limit how much uh, stuff in the in the series gave you the impression it was Japanese. Yeah, everything so, Japanese. So if there was any Japanese writing, if anybody was eating with chopsticks, they would cut that out. Mm-hmm. Because the the producers that were making Voltron didn't think that uh, it would work as well for American kids if it didn't look like it was an American show. Well, clearly they have no idea what Americans like because we had all the violence in the 80s. And they're like, no violence? Like, that's the last... I would worry worried about less about, like, chopsticks than, like, you're taking out the violence? This is America. Right. Like, what are you doing? I mean, like, that was... Of, yeah, that was definitely operate. censor boards mm-hmm. and saying, yeah. like, you can't, you can't oh, make yeah. this for kids. Because Robotech, when it came over in syndication, they could play with that a little bit more because it wasn't... They weren't trying to necessarily market it to children as much but right. this one was meant and aimed at kids so the censors were just like mm-hmm. and they they even said in one of the articles i read they're like we basically if we figured the censor was going to make us cut it we cut it and yeah. that yeah. was just the way that they went there's there's a couple things that got through there in the first couple of episodes so like there's True. definitely at one point where Korean's like oh <laughs> yeah, uh, he crossed it. himself yeah, yeah. The, the cross thing and they they prayed to al4 at some point out of respect but they don't really they don't say anything about it they're just like in their prayer stance and that's it. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, yep. Okay. You know, stuff like that they can kind of get away with cuz they're not talking about it at all and then it just ends up being weird cuz <laughs> their hands folded. Cuz yeah, it's just a moment of somebody with their hands folded <clears throat> and then they say nothing and then move on. Um but there's yeah. the key. Let's get the key. That's yeah. what's Oh, important. and I I didn't mention, by the way, the the best uh, of the voice actors that were involved mm-hmm. in this because he did the opening narration and he played a couple of characters. And that's Peter Cullen, who you probably know as Optimus oh, Prime. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Scooby-Doo. Yeah. People so forget. So that was, that was one. <laughs> uh, I had forgotten that Peter Cullen did the opening narration for every episode. Oh, yeah. And when it started up, I was like, oh, yes. Okay, we're good. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, I'm, I'm in a happy place now. Mm-hmm. You can really hear him in that opening credit if you're used to his Optimus Prime voice. You don't hear mm-hmm. him as easily when he's doing Koran, who's like Mr. No. Uppity Dude in the castle. <laughs> yeah. Who I think had like one line in this episode we watched. Yeah. But Koran is barely in it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, somehow it caught on. <laughs> somehow it was cool enough that kids were like... I mean, those lions, man, those lions. Well, and that's the had... thing. Th- think about some other 80s cartoons, though, that were contemporary yeah. to this one. You've got Voltron, you have Thundercats, you have Silverhawks. Mm-hmm. What do they all have in common? They have one or two scenes that are that are flashy and interesting, usually in the intro. But the yeah. episodes themselves mm-hmm. are pretty flat. But we didn't care as kids. We watched right. that intro, and then we were just so high on sugar <laughs> it didn't matter and we could yep. last out for the 20 minutes plus commercials and yeah and that's that's what it was so they they like they definitely got away with we've just got a little bit and then to reuse that animation too so again as kids when we see this every single time we get to see those lions we get to see them combine. you get to see the thing mm-hmm. yep 
mm. and over and over. While choking down your sugar O's. Yeah, 120-something yeah. yeah. episodes worth of that. So Yeah. And, you know, Voltron is one of those cartoons that has stood the test of time. There was been several other instances of them trying to do it. So there was this one where they started the first season with the lions. The second season was vehicle Voltron, which was made of like 15 different vehicles came together and, you know, formed yeah. a robot. That's a lot of teamwork, man. Yeah. That it was like one like... car was just the foot. One car was this part of the leg and the another car oh, was damn. this part of the leg. Like they did a lot uh, more they've... of adding those together to make the Voltron. Um, sell them toys. Like, you ever done yeah. a, a raid a raid thing in WoW with that many yeah. people? Like, there's no way you're, you're going to need middle management. A robot. <laughs> it's, just, it's not going to be good. Who's going to be the team lead for the leg? <laughs> Left leg team. Left leg team. And they all had different properties as to like this was the sea team, this was the air team, this was the land team. So, oh, cool. You know, I think part of that was you know definitely using. The multiple vehicles. Hey, we got to sell a lot of toys now. Mm-hmm. Yes, let's get them in there. Yeah, and then after and it, it didn't do that well. By the no. way, no, because everybody liked the lions. Lions that was are what great. Everybody was all about. Because the so lions then you are get, dope. So then we get to 1998, and we have Voltron: The Third Dimension. This was them trying to do it all in computer animation and it was around the same time as like reboot that style of animation Mm. oh boy so i remember seeing it i've you know watched some of it here and there and it's uh, it's that reboot animation (laughs) um it only lasted two seasons of a total of 26 episodes it looks like they tried again in 2010 with Voltron Force. And this one was kind of trying to be a kind of sequel to the original animation. This one, they had computer animated lions and stuff. It was better animation. Kind of. And then they did uh, traditional looking animation for the characters and everything running around. And boy, do they look like 2010 character designs. <laughs> if you Google that, you'll see what I mean. Like all kinds of weird spiky hair and just. But then we get to the more recent one, which is the one that I have watched in its entirety and will highly recommend Voltron Legendary Defender. So this one's done between Netflix and DreamWorks. They came together and the crew is a lot of people that were behind Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, all right. So they know what they're doing. Mm. Yeah. And the real interesting thing about this series is they take a lot of the concepts from the original Japanese animation and bring those in. Along with a lot of the stuff that we remember from the American cartoon, too. Um, so... This is the part where I'll tell you, if you want to watch the original Voltron, you're welcome to. But I say if you want some really good Voltron, watch this one on Netflix. Because it's really good. It's really epic. And they just, they know what they're doing. 
and they're telling the story like an actual story. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of want to see what happens with Roby's nipple technology. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see where it goes. I to see where this ends. I mean, it's, yeah, Roby's nipples. Uh, it's really got me on the hook. If here. everything evolves, if everything eventually evolves into a crab, I can only imagine that at some point <laughs> we're going to get pinchy crabs, and I I want to be there for that. <laughs> Wait. Like crab, yeah, like yeah, nipple, crab like arms. nipples, yeah, exactly. It's coming out of your nipples. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. I want to be there. That's for that. nightmare fuel. Thanks yeah. for that. You're that works for you. Okay. <laughs> these uh, these pictures of Voltron Defender look pretty great. Yeah. Um, it looks like cartoons that my son has actually been into, like in terms of animation. Mm-hmm. So I I think uh, I think you might be onto something, Adi. Yeah, and and I've been watching it. The thing I like about it is they're all like twenty thirty minute episodes. They're really uh, digestible, you know, you can watch a couple in an hour and get through plenty of story and it, it gets intense. Um, there's some callbacks to the original, uh, Voltron that are hilarious. Like when they first try to go to the lions, Hunk definitely can't hang on to the handlebars that they have. <laughs> nice. And he slides <laughs> down, misses his little vehicle that goes to the lion. Like oh, there's wow. some nice, funny nods to the original animation. Um, hey, you gotta know where you came from. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure, and they they definitely know what they're doing. Um, but still, I mean, it's all it all comes back to that original cartoon that just had us all pumped for lions coming together and forming a robot. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. the music really it, mm-hmm. it set the tone right there. Like, I don't know much about Voltron, but I knew I was in for something. Because I was like, "Holy crap!" And it's There's such a sound, yeah. And it's such a simple little melody that they just mm-hmm. keep repeating, and and it works. Like I've been whistling and humming it all day, yep. just all over yep. the house and walking mm-hmm. Bella out in the neighborhood. And I just, it's been there all day. <laughs> and it's so good. Yeah. At one point, they actually released the soundtrack for it, um, not too mm-hmm. long ago. So you know, that's I think you could buy it digitally at this point. Um, but yeah, well, I'm turning that on when I'm taking my son to school. Like, Sam, we're about to get pumped because we're going <laughs> to the carpool line. Bam. <laughs> Blasting That's... out the speakers. Uh-huh. Yes. I'm pretty sure that was one that we used to use at camp to wake up kids. Where we you know, nice. have song, some song ready to just blare. And that one especially because it just starts with the trumpets. Bah, 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 bah. Good stuff. Yeah. All right, so... Now that we've seen Voltron, what's everybody's opinions of it now? Having actually watched it. I certainly liked it more than I had any right to. I was like, I got into it. Because at the beginning, (laughs) I'm like, "What, what are we doing? What is happening? But basically, once we started going out to actually fight like a big monster, I was all it was like like it was like Steven said, right? Like it's like like a Godzilla movie, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, all right, no, I'm in. Great, we're done talking about people. Fantastic, let's go. <laughs> it's kaiju stuff. Yeah, uh-huh. I um, I I've I've enjoyed watching it, knowing that I was going to get to talk about it. <laughs> how about how about that? Like it was. It's less about the show itself, but it's more about knowing that I'm going to gather with a community of friends and just <laughs> tear it apart. Um, in some ways, positively and negatively. I'm, I'm going to just 
write down all the stupid stuff I saw and all the cool stuff I saw, and we're going to dissect it. Uh, and that was exciting. The show itself, I'm probably not going to watch another one. Uh, unless you guys are like, hey, I want to watch another Voltron to talk about. I'm like, yeah, in this one. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready for the next nipple, next chapter in nipple, nipple, nipple apocalypse. <laughs> Boy, that was hard to try to combine. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't think I'm going to revisit the series. I didn't have it, you know, as a kid, I didn't watch it. So there's no endearing portion mm-hmm. of it. I didn't. It didn't break me. How about that? Like, sure. if I went back and watched Thundercats, which I enjoyed, I'd probably be like, oh, I don't know why I like this show. <laughs> this was fine. No emotional <laughs> attachment. Love talking about it with you guys. Good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I can see myself throwing it on as, like, uh, some background noise. Just something to, to have on while I'm working on something else or during work if it's a slow period. Um, for sure. But it, I do want to watch the uh, Voltron Legendary Defender. I would love to see this world done where there's time and effort put into writing the story instead of just, let's just throw some dialogue in here and maybe it'll make sense. But who cares because it's a bunch of kids. you know. Mm-hmm. Some some care put into it. Uh, I definitely want to watch that. But I would throw Voltron on just for fun. Like It, it is definitely harmless in that way. Um, I have a bunch of other stuff I would, I would put on first, uh, <laughs> most notably Garfield and Batman. Um, but... But definitely, I would watch it again. I mean, it it is what I remembered it being, which is total cheese. And like, I remember, I remember it as a kid. Just, just all I cared about were the big lions. So, if I get that out of it, I'm fine. And mm-hmm. apparently, odd nipples. <laughs> yeah, I think I think what I learned out of this, I really want more shows just to be copy pasted into America, and then people to write new stories on top of it. <laughs> like that's. I want more of that to happen because it, it it sounds like a really interesting challenge for writers. I wanted to and go also a really way to make a buck. I wanted to go the other way, like I want yeah. the office to go to Japan, and then I want to be able to watch it with subtitles. <laughs> like, yes. make this up and just see what they change. Mm-hmm. Well, see what if they you, do. I mean, this wasn't the first show to do this either, because again, Robotech no. came over as Mac uh, from Macross. There was Star Blazers. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. is another yeah. one. Uh, if you get a chance to watch that, that's pretty fantastic. Um, in the same way that Voltron is fantastic. Uh, yes. So, you know, there's there's plenty out there for you, Steve. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> good. That's cool. the world I want to live in. But, yeah, I would absolutely steer you towards the Netflix one. Like, I, I cannot praise that more highly enough. Just sheer the animation that they do and just the story they write. And somehow it's one of those stories that just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and they make it work. Like, yeah, you know, sometimes it's just like, okay, this is just getting stupid. And at first you're like, yeah, that's kind of stupid, but man, that's awesome. Incredible. Oh, oh, I can, I can get Amy to watch Voltron legendary defender using two words. Oh boy. Reese Darby. Yes. Man. He is Koran. And Damn he's it. amazing. Uh, all right, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> you will love it. Oh, man. Got him. Yes. You're welcome. Absolutely. <laughs> that whole voice cast is just amazing. On top of Restarby. Absolutely. And it's more right. than six people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Money. Everybody's voiced by an individual person. 
Yes, Fantastic. it's not voicing another character. But they have a lot of fun. Like, there's one episode later on where they play D&D in the episode. <laughs> yes. And it's just amazing. Of course they do. Outstanding. So I love it. But that, dear listener, has been Voltron, Defender of the Universe. So, did you watch it growing up? Do you have any opinions on it? Definitely let us know. Um, you know, you can hit us up on Twitter. You can hit up hit us up on our email. Travis, what's our email again? Those were the days show at gmail.com. Um, and we actually have an email this week. We also did get one response on Twitter about uh, Voltron specifically from D.W. Lundberg, the nostalgia cast, who said, watched. I'd have had that thing injected in my veins if I could. <laughs> so yes. there's a fan right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we did get an email. But before we get to the email, um, real quick, I posed to the three of you last week that uh, uh-huh. Saturday morning cartoons oh, yeah. mean cereal. Uh-huh. And that I would get cereal to watch our cartoons. But mm-hmm. that none of you could guess what cereal that I bought. And it is not a Malto meal. It is a national brand. In fact, I will even tell you who makes it, and you still won't get it. And I'll give all, of, all three of you a guess. It is from Kellogg's. Okay? So I'm going to start with Audie. Audie, what do you think it is? I'm going to go with Sugar Smacks. Wrong. Steven? Oh, snap. You, Kellogg's. I don't know. Or just corn, throw out any cereal. That's corn, corn Flakes. Nope. Amy. Oh, that was going to be mine. Um, uh, Raisin Bran. Also no. Uh, But Amy was the closest of the three, I believe. And here's the thing. Okay, so Stephen, we have established in this show, is the eight-year-old taxi fan, right? The the, (laughs) the odd thing. I, as a kid, mind you, my Mm -hmm. favorite cereal, and still to this day is my favorite cereal, and I have a box of it upstairs right now, is Kellogg's Cracklin' Oat Bran. hands down my favorite cereal and i almost couldn't find it and i was very very upset it was like buried at the bottom and there were there were boxes missing so i had to like crawl back and get some of it and amazing i I was all i was gonna i was not leaving that store without a box of (laughs) and so that's amazing yep so that was my cereal and i have that now we have an email Mm-hmm. Our first, uh, our first feedback email, I believe, uh, and this is from Julia Norman, and it says Aldi scanning speed. It says, "Hey, three former sixteen-year-old boys and Amy, who deals with them <laughs> admirably. I love the show and cracked up at the recent discussion of Garfield and Friends. Pretty sure I had completely forgotten about U.S. Acres, but remember loving it." As an avid Aldi shopper, I loved hearing Travis talking about the Aldi speed scanning. Just wanted to point out, though Travis may already know this, that Aldi is so fast because they put barcodes on basically every surface of the product. So no matter what way they bought the box or can goes over the scanner, it's able to read it. I counted at least five of them on my Aldi products, but some uh, sometimes they cover the whole side of the cereal box. Just a little <laughs> fun fact from the grocery nerd in me. Is that a thing? Uh, also, requesting Gem and the Holograms next time y'all do cartoons. My favorite as a oh, kid. Oh, don't worry. Julie... Julia, mom of three future 16-year-old boys. And <laughs> there is a box, uh, a photo of the box, and it is um, it is definitely barcodes that span, like, the entire back of the box. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one long barcode. Perfect. So, yeah. 
And I, I do remember I, oh, that. It's just it always amazes me when you're at Aldi because they just they're just throwing stuff over the scanner. Like it's going yep. from the belt to the cart in the air and getting scanned. It's amazing. <laughs> See, gem Somebody's and the holograms. The back of the store. Gem and the holograms was like one of my options, which I guess I could. I. Hmm. Mm, it could still happen. It could. You got some time to decide. It could still happen. Speaking of decide, we also have the results of our poll. So we Are we going to tell poll. them that now? Are we going to? We're going to tell Wait, them. Before we do that, did we all eat cereal? Because I specifically ate cereal so we could talk about cereal <laughs> for a second. Sure. Okay. And I, okay. I broke my whole 30 because I needed to eat cereal yes. for you people. What did you eat? All right, eat? I just wanted no, I good. Cocoa what, Puffs. What did you eat? And they were delicious. delicious. They were everything I ever dreamed of. Yes. I love Cocoa Puffs. Nice. That's like chocolate cereal. Me and uh, my sister-in-law will, will fight over a box of Cocoa Puffs or Cocoa Rice Krispies to the point that one time I ate all of them in the box and just put the box back in with just enough to fill the bottom of a bowl. Oh, and no. she wanted to murder me. And I was like, gotcha. And she still hates me to this day for it. <laughs> I, um, I have a podcast recommendation uh, for when you're done with listening to this one. Um, <laughs> download The Empty Bowl. Um <laughs> It is a meditative podcast about cereal. It's all very chill and very quiet. It's um, it's it's Justin McElroy and um, oh. I forget okay. who I forget the other guy, but he runs the Serialistly website, and it's all real like news about the cereal world <laughs> and reviews of new cereals. But it's all very calm. There's like that ocean sounds in the background. And <laughs> you can just chill out for like half an hour and just think about cereal. Um, you had me so, at a McElroy. Yeah. 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 It, it, I love that. I'm not allowed to listen to it in the grocery store anymore. Because <laughs> then I just buy like a lot of cereal. You just, you just end up like, with a cart oh, walk of cereal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's how I wound up with that like honey granola Cheerios things. Man, they're good. <laughs> Anyway, <clears throat> cereal. So, so we had we had crackling oat bran. We had cocoa puffs. Audie's over here eating a bowl of corn pops. That's right. That's mine. Oh, I love that, pops. That's mine. Yeah, that I always loved. Hardly ever had as a kid. So, um, I don't eat regularly, but when it's like vacation or something, I'm like, let me get my special cereal. Yeah, we'll get mm, that. I just yeah. got uh, went to the store today and got a whole box of the multiple different uh cereals in the little boxes i swear that's um, the only reason i had sleepovers as a kid because <laughs> mom so would let us those, get yeah. the little cereal boxes i don't think i liked having sleepovers yeah. but i did like tiny cereal <laughs> now like i'm an people, adult but i love little cereal boxes <laughs> i'm an adult i can have them all by myself <laughs> that's right. i don't even have to ask my mom i i would though what did you have amy did you have a cereal I, I well so i i i've i have now finished off my box of cinnamon life cereal um so oh, when i go to the store tomorrow choice. i will pick out something new i might buy tiny boxes of cereal because mm-hmm. i can have some fruit loops because i oh, i loops. only like i only like a a deck of playing cards amount of fruit loops at a time <laughs> yeah i don't oh yeah i do not require a box of fruit loops <laughs> that is that is a, a lot of fruit loops it's like getting fruity pebbles by the big yeah, box just, yeah 
because that's a dense box of cereal. It's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> a lot. Fruity Pebbles is the one I always <laughs> wanted as a kid. My parents never got me, and now I understand why. <laughs> a friend of mine was never allowed to have cereal as a kid, so they had to life hack their cereal. Uh, so the cereal <laughs> that he got, he would take graham crackers and break them into pieces oh, and then put milk over them and eat, eat the graham crackers like they were cereal. We're living like, in 2030 is... over here. That is... no. <laughs> From the future. Some galaxy brain work it. right there. Yeah. <laughs> He swears it's the best cereal that you could get without actually being cereal. I'm not going to argue. You know, I won't argue with rules. it, but, you know, second best. Crackling Oat brand still better. <laughs> I got it. I will again say, working at camp, I think at one point they had granola for the counselors and just took the granola bars that they would give in kids' lunches and just <laughs> smashed them up and put them in the cereal thing. Mm-hmm. And it worked. It a, is really I, like... I dug it. It's like the military tricks they have with MREs. They're like, if you take your cigarette and you open it, you put the coffee in it and put that in your lip. You have coffee for like six hours. You're like, what are you doing? Oh, I did. This life. I did while I was buying my cereal. Uh, I did look for the box of the shredded wheat where it's like just two giant just bricks of shredded it. wheat. I couldn't find mm-hmm. it. They're all mini wheats now. Yeah. Oh, it's not even right. Uh, but definitely, um, when, when Amy gets her cereal tomorrow, she'll be posting pictures of that on Twitter. So look for those, those at those Mm -hmm. days show on Twitter. There you go. Yep. All right. So are, do we want to talk about the poll? Do we want to throw that out there? Oh yeah. The poll. Do we want to talk about the poll? Yeah. Are we going to do that at the the end of the next one? At the end of the, at the end of this topic? Does it, does it matter? No. They've all, (laughs) they've all voted. They did all vote. We we yeah. We can say what the next topic is and then at the start right. of the at the start of it we will give the poll right. for the next one. So we had four choices. We we put it to a vote. It was game shows, sketch comedy, special guest stars, and courtroom shows. And winning this poll with a total of forty three and a half percent special guest stars. Yeah. Right. That is going to be our next All right. topic. This opens some things up. It does. There's some doorways. Uh huh. I got a coin flip in my brain. Like it's just one or the other. It's gonna happen. I have I have some thoughts, some ideas, some things rattling around in my head already, and uh, I think it's gonna be fun. So I was gunning for courtroom, so I'm gonna have to figure out what I'm gonna do. If it had been courtroom, I would have I would have been in our Google Doc typing night court so fast. Because I literally do not know any other court shows. As long as we talk about it, I don't care who did it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to have to fudge something. Like, There's I, no reality mostly... in which we're not talking about Night Court. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to happen. This is just a Night Court podcast now. <laughs> but we still got two episodes, two, two cartoon two episodes cartoons. to go. That's right. So next yeah. week, Steven, are you up? Yeah. Yeah, it's my turn, baby. Um, so you, we are, you guys are going to join me on my, what, what for me was a, a weekday before school event more than it was a Saturday morning cartoon for me, but it was, it started as a Saturday morning cartoon and that is Bobby's world. Uh, the Howie Mandel cartoon, uh, where he does the voice of a very small, like pre-K toddler kid who goes (laughs) on little adventures and it's one of the episodes that I remember and I will still sing the song in it to myself and maybe if you remember the show you remember it but it was a season one episode two Uncle Ted's Excellent Adventure uh, and I am 
really excited oh, about boy. it. I wasn't, and then I was like, oh, snap, I found the one with the song in it, and now I'm really, <laughs> you know, I'm really into it. Awesome. I can't Heck wait. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's going to be good. I'm thinking of a song right now. I wonder if it's that one. Oh, you'll find out. Bobby's World, baby. Bobby's World. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. with that, we will close the show here. Thank you so much, everybody, for hanging out with us in the chat. Thank you for listening to us. If you still have thoughts and opinions on Voltron, feel free to send those in. Just like Julia sent in her thoughts and opinions on Garfield and Friends from last week. Yeah, definitely. There you go. Let us know what you think. We want you to be a part of this show. We want you to talk to us and us to talk to you about it. So definitely, uh, you know, let us know on Twitter. Hit us up in the email. Come hang out in the Twitch chat. We'll take it all. But for Amy... For Travis, for Steven, this is Audie, and you have been listening to Those Were the Days. <laughs> <laughs>